0: Good morning, everyone. My name is Aja Scott, and today I will be talking about people's opinions and knowledge on natural hair. I became inspired to speak on this subject because of the recent law passed by the New York City Human Rights Department. The law prohibits professional environments from discriminating against those with natural hair. After hearing about this law, I began to wonder if there were people who knew what natural hair was or if they knew about the history of discrimination that those with natural hair have and continue to suffer with. So I'm going to start off this piece by dropping some facts in history about natural hair. What it is, why it is important, and who it is important to. Because this is a human rights issue, a civil rights issue, and should be relevant to everyone. There are an abundant number of people who do not know what natural hair is. The terms, the styles, the methods of care. So I like to educate while exploring the knowledge that people may or may not have. So to begin i will start with the definition of natural hair described by the new york city human rights department natural hair is generally understood as the natural texture and or length of hair it is defined as hair that is untreated by chemicals or heat and can be styled with or without extensions the term natural hair which has specific and significant cultural meaning within black communities is used throughout this guidance in reference to hair textures most commonly associated with black people However, the legal protections available under the New York City Health Rights Law extended beyond natural hair, including treated hairstyles into twists, braids, cornrows, afros, bantu knots, fades, and or locks. Hairstyles most commonly associated with Black people include hairstyles that involve some form of heat or chemical treatment or none at all, i.e. natural hair. To begin, I will take you to where the abundance of natural hairstyles originated, the continent of Africa. In Africa, hair played a significant role in the culture of the ancient civilizations. It symbolized one's family, background, social status, spirituality, tribe, and marital status. According to Africa.com, the 15th century was the earliest recording date of how hair was the main source for how African civilization was able to distinguish where another person was from, their wealth, and rank in their tribe. The ancient communities believed that hair could help with divine communication because it was the elevated part of one's body. This is also why hair was entrusted to close relatives for styling, as it was believed that if a strand fell into the hand of an enemy, it would cause harm to the hair owner. An example of the different African hairstyles are the locks from the Himba tribe. The Himba tribe is located in the northwestern region of Namibia. These locks often locked with a mixture of ground oak, Goat hair and butter represent a person's age, life stage, and marital status. To get an image of how this style looks, if you have ever seen the movie Black Panther, the Himba tribe was represented by an older woman with the traditional long, bright orange red locks with puffs on the end of each lock. Going further in history now, according to Rewire News, when the slaves were brought to America from Western Africa, they were forced to have their heads shaved to strip them of their identity to themselves and others. The kinkiness of black hair became a source of mockery for white people and became shameful to black people. Then, African women began wearing head rags to keep their hair safe from the sun and judgment from others. It was also the slave owner's job, sometimes, to determine what hairstyles were worn by the slaves, which meant some were forced to wear rags over their head. Continue on the star of why and how black women, that's the black community, feel insecure about their hair, it's because the field slaves, typically with darker skin or head rags, While the house slaves, typically with lighter skin, who were always close to the owners of the house, began to imitate the hairstyle of their owners. In conclusion, white hair equals good, black hair equals bad. This began the hundreds-year-old tradition of black women having trouble with appreciating their hair. And for those in majority white spaces trying to achieve approximate whiteness by styling their hair like white women. The message the black community has received repeatedly for years, often inevitably ingrained during childhood, is that black hair is bad and white hair is good, which always led black women to desire long flowing hair. Because of the natural hair movements, black women, that's just the black community in general, have changed their relationship with their hair. The factor that is left to change are the laws that prohibit the black community from wearing their natural hair. Due to the idea that black hair is not ideal as a beauty standard nor professional. Now, we are reaching a huge issue at hand, and that is the violation of civil rights towards the black community. The Civil Rights Act of 1964 seemed promising in the start of protecting the civil rights of minorities, specifically black people, and talking specifically about the law of Title VII. Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act is a federal law that prohibits employers from discriminating against employees on the basis of sex, race, color, national origin, and religion. Unfortunately, this law does nothing from prohibiting discrimination on the basis of hair. This law does not define if hair is a relation to your identity, as it is with the black community. The policies that can be seen in employer grooming policies, like CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid... Exclude black hairstyles because they are quote unquote unprofessional, quote unquote messy, or not quote unquote neat. There's even a policy through CMS barring quote unquote extreme or messy hairstyles such as locks, which does nothing except express the bias towards hairstyles that approximate whiteness and favor those with white texture instead of black texture. After doing all of this research, I decided to ask a couple of friends of similar and different races and genders what they knew about natural hair and natural hair discrimination. How do you feel about the new New York City law that prohibits the discrimination of hair in professional environments?
1: I think it's obviously an issue of racism, but in terms specifically structural racism in the workplace and how we navigate that, I think in society also we have this perception of like what hair should look like and what like the ideal hair should look like. So like, say like, I tried this from my personal experiences also just like even though this isn't really about me but I think about how like I always wanted straight hair like I always had that perception I need straight hair and I would like that especially like I was also that person that wanted blonde straight hair and I wanted to like fit that ideal and like going like that's just based on like ideas of how we view beauty and how we view hair in the media and how that's perpetuated and how that's been perpetuated for generations and generations to come um so I think that navigates into the workplace and people see you know people wearing their natural hair whether it's an afro or if they're wearing their hair like protective hairstyle like cornrows or you know just other hairstyles it's just the thing of like structural racism in the workplace and no one's they they don't see that as something that's always been accepted in society and since like there's there has been this natural hair movement in the past like recent years people are just like they're not accustomed to that. So they're very, you know, want to back off from that. And they're very, like, hesitant on that. Um, and that just become that's just because, like, it's never been accepted in society. And people are just, like, navigating through that and just, like, combating that and just, like, destroying the fucking system, which I love. So.
0: What are your opinions on natural hair? Um, I
2: feel like natural hair in the black community has really progressed over the past few years, especially with, like, the natural hair movement on Instagram. You see girls, like, giving their, their hair routine, what type of products they use, um, uh, like, Bantu knot tutorials. I remember a few years ago, I I'm, well, my hair's not natural, but I remember a few years ago, I, there are times where I really tried to go natural, but... I would like go on YouTube, look at these hair tutorials and stuff, and then Solange dropped the song, what's the name of the song?
0: Don't Touch My Hair. Don't Touch My Hair. Okay, so now I'm going to play a little bit of Solange's Don't Touch My Hair, just like a little 10 seconds so um, the audience can know what Don't Touch My Hair sounds like. Um, So here we go. Don't
2: touch my hair. It's the filling. Don't touch my soul Which is a bob, and it really just like progressed that natural hair movement Along with India Irie with I Am Not My Hair
0: Okay, and then next We're gonna play a little bit of India I-Re's I Am Not My Hair Just so y'all can know what that is too You know, gotta educate the public <laughs> Okay, so here's Indiari.
2: and I went on natural. February went on what I had to do. two staples that recently came out um, over the past few years that just really puts the natural hair movement. And um, again my hair isn't natural but I still value and I still see I still see the beauty that um, that's that's that is natural hair.
0: Why do you think natural hair is not accepted as being professional?
3: Well, I think natural hair is not accepted as being professional because it's not the quote-unquote norm. Because, like, I feel like for the longest time ever, these kind of, like, beauty standards were imposed where it's just, like, white is beautiful, black isn't, and, like, what comes with black? It's, like, this certain hair type. And, like, what comes with white? The certain hair type. So it's just, like... The idea of what's beautiful, what isn't, and what seems normal. But obviously, like, those beauty standards need to be deconstructed and thrown away completely. And that's why it's not accepted as being professional because, like, there's... If you search up on Google, like, beautiful girl, like, all you see is white girls. And I feel like it's the same concept with being professional or looking professional, you kind of, like, the first thing that pops into most people's heads is, like, this guy with, like, a suit, a white guy with a suit and a tie and, like, hair, like hair straight and slicked back and, like, clean, but, like, that's not really what professional means.
0: What do you know about the history of natural hair or natural hair discrimination?
2: Honestly... When I think of uh, natural hair discrimination, I immediately think of, like, the 70s Black Panther movement just because it wasn't really a time of, like, uh, discriminating against black hair. That's when I saw that black hair is used as, like, like a weapon almost just to say, like, fuck you to the man. I'm going to wear my natural hair. And how it comes out of my head, and we're gonna fight for not even just like my hair, just my right as a human being, you know, but not only like um have I seen like black hair in the civil rights movement, but it it really reminds me of how like our people came over on slave ships and they had their just the, the meaning in the culture behind the hair and what it meant to them. They had to immediately shave it off. And it was just basically thrown away and um, just forgotten. Have I ever experienced discrimination
3: because of my hairstyle? No, because, like, it's funny, too, because... um I'm from the Dominican Republic, and, like, there's so many different faces to what being a Dominican is, so many different hair types and everything, and I remember my mom used to tell me that, like, tu tienes lo moño bueno, meaning, like, I have good hair, and she used to, like, Dominicans, like old dominicans are very like anti-black like that's a whole nother thing but um she used to tell me that i had moño bueno that i had good hair and that like curly kinky hair was defined as bad hair so she used to praise me because like i had like wave like almost like kind of wavy, curly hair but it was just like loose curls and um she would praise me for that so i never really got discrimination for it but i remember always kind of checking her because like what makes curly kinky hair bad quote unquote bad hair like why is that just like the imposed idea
1: I have experienced discrimination because of my hairstyle as a child I was told it was too long for my religion I should have my hair trimmed to a certain length and my facial hair trimmed Not that I had facial hair back then, but my hair couldn't be or shouldn't be past a certain length.
0: So now I would demonstrate how I wash my hair and style it. Because throughout this whole project of me discovering what people know about natural hair and natural hair discrimination, there's an underlying of not understanding how black hair works how it's managed and a lot of people show a lot of interest in black hair but don't understand what it takes to take care of it. So today I'm going to show you how I wash my hair. I have sister locks and how I style it. So typically I start by washing my hair by wetting it your hair in the sink or the shower depending on your accessibility to whichever one sometimes the shower is easier because if you already took a shower earlier that day you don't have to get your body completely wet again so you just wash your hair in the sink so then you just kind of wring it out and you make it damp and then I use dr. Bronner's hemp tea tree pure castile soap it's a multi-purpose soap, but you can also use it to wash hair. You just have to dilute it. Let's see. Okay, so I'm gonna take a dollop of this. And put some on my hand. And dilute it a little bit. Turn the water off and I'm gonna apply some to my hair. I like to do this so it gets, like, sudsy. And then you just kind of, like, work the soap around in your hair. Tea tree oil is really good for it. Um, Disinfectants and just like clearing the scalp, that um, so we like to use, that, especially for locks, it gets any buildup out, and it just really helps keep your locks clean. So I like to wash my hair every week or so when I have time, and it, this process usually takes a whole day because you have to wash it, condition it, and then style it, and then the drying process. For me is what takes longest, but for people who just have natural hair, regular natural hair without locks, then the process still takes about a day just for styling mainly and deep conditioning depending on what you want to achieve with your natural, with your washed hair. Okay, so now that the soap is in there, I'm going to rinse it out. And then later, you put your conditioner in, and then you just let it sit. Well, I just let it sit for about two minutes or so. And you it again. And again, wring it out and so then my hair is like a good damp and then I just wrap it in a towel. And just kind of run the towel through my hair. And then I have the choice to either let it air dry and I just kind of like run my hands through my hair just to detangle it. And right now I need to retighten my hair I have a lock tool piece that I use to retighten it and then that takes about if I don't get it done professionally it takes about a week for me if I have time just a week straight um, so I can retighten all my locks okay so then usually once I'm done and my hair is damp I put into braids all over my head, and then I go to sleep, or I sit under the hair dryer. Right now, since it's relatively warm outside, I will just let my hair air dry, and it usually takes two days for it to air dry, but because I will be here all day at home, now I will just let my hair air dry, and then once it's completely dried, then I just untie it, and then I get a crinkly look in my locks. and then that's the end of me washing my hair thank you everybody for listening to this podcast and I hope you enjoyed this content and maybe in the future if you hear anybody talking about natural hair or natural hair discrimination start a conversation and see where it goes thank you